With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 30 minute timeout. At Live with Boomer on Twitter or TCB Baby on this day in sports history. I'm Ron at A R E O H E N 4. Football is back, baby. The Raiders. Raider Nation. Let's go, Yankees. And welcome to another edition of 30 Minute Timeout. At a special time, 10 o'clock. We're usually at 11. So if you're joining us, thank you for joining us an hour early. It is Monday, August 27, 2018, and on this day in sports history, in 2017, former five-weight world boxing champion Floyd Money Mayweather defeated MMA fighter coming over from the UFC and former UFC champion Conor McGregor in his debut match in the 10th round in Las Vegas. I'm Ron, at A-R-E-O-H-E-N-4. And as always, I am joined by my pal on this show. We call him Triple Crown Boomer. Boomer, how you feeling? Good, man. Tonight we're in prime time with our upgraded premium, so maybe there'll be more people listening live or can find the show easier, which is a bonus. Uh, like Ron said, we're hour earlier than normal so uh another full hour show though and uh tcb is ready to go all right good i'm glad to hear that um (laughs) we got a little bit of a packed show for you again and of course in the first quarter we have to start with the big news it's been going on for months it was actually one of the first articles that i wrote for Pro Sports Extra. And it's Odell Beckham finally got his contract. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the NFL and the last uh, week of the preseason that just happened. A lot of starters being sat. College football started this past weekend. Boomer, I know you're all over that. In the third quarter, we had our fantasy draft for the show. For those of you that didn't join, you can follow along. We'll be talking about it probably just updating once a week. Um, we're going to have, obviously, people from the show call, from the league call in. If anybody's listening, feel free to call in now or during the show, whatever you want to do. But we're going to talk about the teams we drafted. And in the fourth quarter, Staten Island lost. They didn't make it to the championship, Little League World Series. Hawaii won. We'll talk about that a little bit. And, of course, we're going to go over the Yankees chasing the Red Sox and the MLB playoff race. Boomer. Yes, sir. Let's go. What do you think about Odell Beckham? Uh, Well, he wanted to be the highest paid player in the NFL. He got nowhere near that mark. I still think he was overpaid. Uh, Now we'll see if he goes back to being the regular Odell or if he continues to 
act the good Odell he's been. So I think it's about to be a crazy up and down year right now for the Giants. Yeah, but what, how do you think he's going to act? What do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to go back to being the same. I don't, I don't see any way of that changing. I'm just from the video alone after he got paid of them dancing and everything in oh, the locker room. Oh, that was room. awesome. <laughs> he's going to be the same. That man. was awesome. That going was back awesome because to... that wasn't like yeah, but that wasn't like like um like I know everybody makes like these stupid dancing videos nowadays and like it wasn't like yeah. that. That was legit. Like these dudes were just partying. They were just chilling. Like I, it reminded me of high school. It honestly did. It reminded me of high school. <laughs> They were doing the cha-cha slide. I mean, that's hilarious. That's so funny. It reminds me of of being away at football camp in high school. These guys were legitimately happy for him. They were legitimately happy for him. And you know what? That squashes all these Odell's a bad teammate, all all that bullshit. I mean, come on. I think he deserves the money. I think he's going to play up to what the contract is. I think I've said it. The kid is so talented. If he can keep himself in check, he will. And I think he learned – he seems like he learned a little bit of a lesson. I'm not going to give him too much credit yet, but he seems like he learned a little bit of a lesson. And we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. Yeah, that we will. I, I just – I know that he had for his first three years, he was pretty good. But even before he got injured, the end of the tail end of the year before he got injured – I mean, their offense still did nothing with him. Uh, I think more than anything, what would have helped him is if he got a better quarterback, personally. I think he could be leaps and bounds better. I think they should not be sitting there with Eli uh, and giving him that money. They need to get a quarterback for sure next year for cheap. They're paying Odell as much as they are. Fair enough, but you know what's going to help him? A great running game, and they have Saquon Barkley for cheap. So, I well, mean, nobody I mean, knows if he's gonna be good or not. We can't uh, crown this right, guy but, already. Like it's nuts. No, no, no. I'm not crowning anybody. You didn't let me finish, okay? I was gonna say I know we haven't really seen him yet, but if he lives up to what he to his draft pick, I mean, if he even if he comes close to living up to his draft pick, <clears> he's gonna be good enough to draw attention to a run game and leave one of the best receivers in the NFL in a lot of man coverage and 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 you know, not having to be the focus of the defense if they know they have to try and stop the run. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I watched Barkley a lot in college. I think he is dynamic. I don't know how well it's going to transition to the NFL. I don't, they got one offensive lineman added to the group. That's not going to fix the whole line, so we'll see. I still think Eli – I still think it was bad passing on somebody good at quarterback with the number two pick and taking a running back, but – We'll see. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe I'll be proven right. We're about to find out real quick. I don't know, Boomer. You know I have the Giants in my top ten. And I I think a lot of it is because of I think I know Eli's on the decline, but like I said when we went over it, I think that uh the the sirens the sirens. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I live right on that main road, baby. I I think that with these receivers having to have a full year, basically, (laughs) a full year without without Odell, all these guys had to step up in their position. So they all basically had to move up to to the next to the next level of where they are on the depth chart. 
and they got a year's worth of experience that they wouldn't have gotten with Odell Beckham still there. They were the focus of the offense, these guys. Sterling Shepard is going to – I expect Sterling Shepard to have a very, very good year and step up as a number two receiver in that offense. I expect Evan Ingram to just become just a, bl- uh, a safety blanket for, for Eli Manning. Uh, I think he's going to be one of the better tight ends in the league this year. I, Odell Beckham is going to be Odell Beckham. And if Saquon could just get any kind of runs off, just being that there, this is where the the passing game being so good will benefit the running game, and that will will make the running game better. And then you know you have a you have a nice balanced offense. I mean, if the if if the Giants could put something together on defense, we could definitely see a, a playoff run out of them. I I think you're, I mean <clears throat> maybe, but uh, after what they looked like last year and what Eli looked like. He's still not mobile. He can't get around to get the ball to those guys if there's any kind of pressure on him. Uh, He was more than he is now, and he had a better arm than – I mean, he's just not good anymore. Like, he's bad. He might be bottom five quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, it's it's bad. So, I don't know. Uh, Unless all of a sudden, some reason, he's miraculously way better this year, which I don't think will happen. I I just don't see a playoff run. Maybe eight and eight. Um if they're lucky, I don't know. Said, I, I just don't see what you see. I, I don't live in New York. I don't listen to all the the BS that you put I'm in not your, listening to your anything. mind, I guess. I'm not listening to anything. I don't listen to anything. I don't listen to anything. But you said he has no arm, right? Yeah. And I know he's not him, but Peyton Manning said, I throw ducks. Well, I throw a lot of touchdown ducks. So Yeah, Peyton, Peyton Manning is it. a world-class quarterback compared to what Eli ever was. Fair enough, but I'm just saying they have the same amount of Super Bowl rings. That don't mean. Come on, man. <laughs> no, come on. I, I I could never use that argument. I'm a Dolphin. No, fan. that's like saying you know Trent that. Dilfer's as good as Aaron Rodgers. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's like saying <laughs> Terry Bradshaw is one of the best quarterbacks ever, and and that's just ridiculous. I mean, he went bad, but it's different, different times. Different I mean, time. Guys got four rings, Boomer. If we're judging people by rings, Terry Bradshaw is one of the best quarterbacks ever. That's well, why I, I, I mean, that's no matter what, I don't agree with that. Bad. You can say he's up there. He's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. As You're far nice. as top quarterbacks go, he's pretty bad. He was in a complete different area. I don't think he was bad. I mean, his team was consistently good every year he was there. No, what? that team. That team was great. Before he got that there, they were great. terrible. He was like the number four pick. They weren't good before he got there. Boomer, Terry Bradshaw is one of the worst quarterbacks <laughs> among. Not, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Among like the top quarterbacks, he's at the. He's like towards the bottom of the best. Well, like I said, it's a, yeah, it's a whole different era of how offense worked back then. So, I mean, I can't sit no, there and I'm say just, I'm, I'm not even I'm not even comparing it like that. I'm just saying, just completely generally speaking, he's he's just even for his era, he's he's well, I not think, anywhere I think you're near. Not. He's not anywhere near Montana, Elway, Brady. That's not the same uh, era. Rogers, Breeze. Or okay, or um, Starback, or um, let's see, Marino was was started in the eighties. Um, well, who else do you want? He's nowhere near. That's what I'm saying. But like these all time great quarterbacks, Terry Bradshaw is nowhere near them. Nowhere near them. And I, I he disagree. Four he didn't win four Super Bowls for nothing. No, but, it wasn't for nothing. It was because he's on one of the greatest teams ever. 
Or the team wasn't great before he got there, though. I'm not saying it was. I'm saying so, all right. that's just, we're going to go back and forth. We're going to go back and forth forever. This is what happens every time somebody brings up rings and Dan Marino. This is the argument I get into. Well, that's your fault for being a Dolphins fan, personally. I mean, that's just kind of on you. Yeah, but you, that's like saying he's one of the worst quarterbacks because he doesn't have a ring, and that's not true. Dan Marino's not, arguably top five all time. You also don't win four championships no matter what your team is if you're not a good quarterback. I mean, let's not get carried away. I didn't say he's not a good quarterback. I didn't say that. I said among the top, like, of all-time quarterbacks, he's nowhere near them. He's at the bottom of that list. I disagree, but that's, that's fine. What Whatever saying. you want to think. Let's, I think you're <laughs> done. So let's, let's get to the preseason here. Go ahead. Kick it off. Well, pretty much was uh, week, uh, week three of preseason, the only time starters mainly play. And this year, for the first time, uh, pretty much still starters didn't play for a lot of teams. Raiders played their players for one series. Um, Rams didn't play them at all. Uh, I think the NFL is finally getting smart, knowing they don't need to put their starters in during the preseason, because uh, otherwise you see them get hurt. Tyrod Taylor almost got hurt. He could have could have been worse than what it was, dislocated pinky wrist, uh, you know, then Marquise Lee going down the middle, gets his knee taken out. He's done for the season. Yep. So, so I think it's smart. Uh, I wouldn't be playing starters. Keelan Cole, but... Keelan Cole, sleeper alert. <laughs> oh, yeah? You going to go pick him up? <laughs> no, I don't need him, but I was definitely watching him in the draft. If, if Blake Bortles <laughs> can throw, I would maybe think about getting one of the receivers. He's going to be the number one now, though. But, Boomer, so what do you think – so, like, we're talking about the, these guys sitting out, right? And I understand, like you said, like with the injuries, the NFL is getting smart. You don't have to you know, play your starters that much in preseason. Most of your work is mm-hmm. coming in practice anyway. Sometimes you're even practicing against other teams. So I agree with you. But what do you think about, like, the Bears? So the Bears, obviously, Mitchell Trubisky is only going into his second year. They have new, uh, a couple of new players to the offense, Allen Robinson, Trey Burton, and uh, they, the rookie um, Anthony Miller. So, like, these guys need to play together. So I don't completely agree with it. I think you've got to give these, these guys reps, especially when you're talking about all guys this young. Why can't they play? You're not talking about I, a 28-year-old running back. I mean, I'm talking – I'm only mean. No, like, I know. I'm not. I'm not speaking. Better. I'm not saying to you. I'm. I'm just pointing out like my point. Like, and I and I want to know what you think, honestly. Yeah, I think anybody who's established and has proven that they're good, uh, or great, or has been on a team for more than three years, I don't think they need to play preseason. Sure, Mitch Trubisky, he hasn't proven that he's anything. Uh, plus, he's got to build chemistry right. with new new receivers. Uh, Sam Darnold. Should play all preseason. Any rookie quarterback, yep. I think that uh, Baker Especially should be playing with the ones instead of Tyrod. Yeah, I mean Baker should I play think, with the ones. I agree with that too. Yeah, anybody who's new, this this is what preseason's really for to build build right. uh, team chemistry, character, and get on the same page. And but veterans are already there; they don't need need any of this. So I mean, to me, that's right those veterans deserve to sit out and all young people or new people to a team, unless there's somebody that's like Jordy Nelson, who, you know, is great. And he just came to the Raiders. I don't think he needs to play. 
So, I mean, that's, I don't think so either. I, I think Jordy yeah. Nelson could get acquainted with the he's offense proven. in practice. Jordy Nelson's a veteran. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he doesn't need to. Yep. I agree. Other than that, I just, yeah, I don't think that any veteran should start. I don't care about the young people, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I just think, like, it's dumb. I mean, especially Chicago's head coach is, what, in his in his first year? Yep. Right? His first year? Yeah. Matt Nagy, right? He's in his first year, and I think that's a stupid move. I think that's that's very much like a first-year move. So I, I don't know. I I don't I don't like it. I think teams like Chicago have to have have to play these kids. And I even think Kansas City, like for example, Pat Mahomes should be playing. You know, I mean, yeah, go, through, go through teams. Pat Mahomes should be playing. Alex Smith, I think, not even should play, but I think he should play a little bit and then get taken out. Not too much. Not as much as starters normally do in the in the third game. But I think when you're going into a new offense as the quarterback. Same thing with Kirk Cousins. I think he would probably have to play a little bit because that game timing is a little different. Um, you know, Tampa Bay, whoever their start is going to be. I don't even know at this point. Don't you dare blow that horn on me. Just did, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> and that horn is the end of the first quarter. And we'll go into the second quarter. Boomer, this is your territory. College That's right. Football. So, I mean, one go. of the main questions is going to be asked. Well, first of all, I want to, before I start talking about some games that are going to be upcoming, I kind of want to know, you know, do you have to work on Labor Day being a laborer? No, so I'm not a laborer anymore. I don't know if I told you this. I got a new job. Well, yeah, you told me about the job. I mean, your job is still in the labor field. No, no negative, sir. I'm management uh, now. Do you, so, right. so then you don't have to work weekends anymore? I'm a superintendent. Anymore. No, I don't. I'm a superintendent. I just had so you, this past So Saturday you're going to start off. watching college football then? I will start watching college, college football just for you and just for this show. You should because it's great. It's just barely below NFL. It is fantastic to watch. There's so many games going on. You can flip around. It's good stuff. So this weekend, I mean, last weekend there was a little bit of a kickoff. Hawaii. Just to let you know, State. boom, real quick. Yeah. Sorry, not to cut you off, but just to let you know, so last season I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and uh, he's a big college football guy. And mm-hmm. I had decided last season that, and coincidentally, and I'm not just saying this now, but I had decided last season that if I was going to be a college football fan, I was going to root for Ohio State. Oh, yeah? It's a good team to root for, you, you bandwagoner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I know, but with all the controversy now, I think I gotta watch this weekend, and I gotta I gotta reevaluate everything. Oh no, really they'll still watching. be good. They're playing Oregon State. They'll win by a million. I got a question for you before you get into your whole your whole deal, uh, and Go it's ahead. completely it's a completely legitimate question because yep. I, I was watching something earlier and they were talking college football. This kid J T Daniels going to USC. What do you think? Three years out of high school, graduated a year early. Uh, I haven't even actually looked into any of that. Um, but, I mean, that's going to start happening more and more. There's been people that have been graduating. You know, a lot of football players now graduate at semester uh, and then go into the program. 
So, you know, halfway through their senior year, they graduate and they start their freshman year of uh, no, college. No, he graduated what... a full year early. Well, I know. Like he I'm he graduated that... high school in three years. No, no, he like he's a smart kid, not on scholarship, not on any of that. He literally was just smart enough to graduate in three years. And now, oh, and yes, now he's he... competing for the USC quarterback job. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Uh, I think USC is going to actually be really bad this year. I think their coach sucks. Um, I think Sam Darnold helped carry them the past two years for him to even keep his job. I think people have them ranked kind of high. I don't think they're going to be that good. I don't even think they win the South. Um, I think a surprise team might win the South, like Arizona with uh, Kevin Sumlin coming over from Texas A&M. They have a Heisman candidate and quarterback in Khalil Tate. Uh, so I think USC might have a struggle of a year. Um, they start off the year pretty easy against UNLV, which is this weekend. But like I was saying, last weekend was kind of the kickoff. I mean, it was for crappy games, smaller conferences. Uh, but there was a huge upset. Uh, everybody was on Colorado State, opened up at like 16 points, got all the way up to 17 and a half, maybe even 18 points at some places. And not only did they not even cover the spread, they lost outright. Hawaii dismantled them in Colorado State. Hawaii hadn't won in like six games. And the last time they've actually won on the mainland is even longer. Like, it's insane. Uh, It's just crazy that they just had some good luck besides weather. (laughs) Yeah. And so they purely dominated them. And it was was pretty funny to see because I know a bunch of people who were on Colorado State and they never had a chance because they just got their ass kicked right off the bat. That's, um, that's called foreshadowing, Boomer, in case you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if if but, you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> maybe. So Next quarter. Uh, next quarter. No, we're not in the next quarter. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got me? Yep, I got you. Oh, <laughs> so, so uh, anyway, so this weekend, Ron has a new job where he doesn't have to work work weekends anymore so we might as well let you in some games that are going to be pretty good uh something somebody you may not know about florida atlantic oklahoma 11 a.m saturday i think so that's 9-1 right saturday yeah so yeah they florida atlantic is coached by lane kiffin last year Uh, they won p.m eastern 12 p.m american time yeah over by you people uh so florida atlantic is uh is coached by uh Lane Kiffin who Lane I don't Kiffin. know if you Yes sir. You know who he is, is it right? Lane Kiffin in trouble? No, Lane Kiffin's not in trouble. Nope. Oh, Lane Kiffin's <laughs> usually in trouble, so I figured he was. Not anymore. So last year they played Oklahoma <laughs> first game of the year too and uh they lost and they didn't look too great, but they won every single game the rest of the year. He's gotten a ton of recruits over to his program that are people who got in trouble at other programs and came over. Like his team is actually got oh, a solid like a amount of like kind of, but, but legit. And so yeah. he's got, he's got a lot of good talent actually on this team. They have a, a great chance to cover the 21 Oklahoma. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it came down to the wire and they made it a game. Uh, Lane Kiffin is really creative. He has huh? a really good quarterback. Yeah. They're 21 point dogs. So I like that. And 21. I think, yeah. I like that. I 21. Do too. Yeah, Oklahoma could struggle this year. I don't know how good Kyler Murray's going to be knowing this is his final year and he's going to go play baseball no matter what. He is electric, but he's just not that good of a passer. So we'll see what Oklahoma does. Um, another pretty good game uh, is uh, you may not have ever heard of them, but Appalachian State is a smaller conference school again. 
They're playing Penn State, who lost Boomer. Barkley. Boomer. What? What? I'm not a college football fan, but I'm not ignorant, okay? Well, I know Appalachian State, all right? <laughs> well, shit, I don't know about you, man. So, Appalachian <laughs> State is playing Penn State. Um, Penn State lost Barkley. Who's that? They got they got McSorley still, who's uh, also a preseason Heisman candidate. I don't think he's that good without Barkley. I think Appalachian State has – I don't think they can win, but I definitely think that they can make the game interesting, kind of like they did to Michigan like eight years ago or however long ago that was, where they upset Michigan when they were like the number two team in the nation. It was like their first year. I, You know what? They might not even been Division One when they did it. But either way, uh, that, that could be a very interesting game. Uh, the best game of the that Saturday is Washington-Auburn. That's number six, Washington, versus number nine, Auburn. Both have great quarterbacks. Jarrett Stidham and uh, Washington's quarterback, I can't even think of his name now. He's been there forever. Uh, but they're both, up, they're both like, going to be one or two of the top NFL picks coming up for quarterbacks. Um, they both have a very good chance at making the playoff. So it's a very fun game to open the year where it actually matters. Whoever loses might not make it afterwards. So it should be pretty intense. Uh, it should be pretty good. You might want to watch that. Both coaches that coach are interesting in the way they play calls. They're kind of offensive-minded. Chris Peterson, who's Washington's coach, used to be Boise State coach when they won all those runs. Um, my favorite game, though, for sure, is Michigan versus Notre Dame, I'm, only because I'm going to bet say. Michigan. I I'm going to bet Michigan. <laughs> I think Notre Dame is a joke. I think Michigan's going to roll them, and I can't wait to see it. And I think Shea Patterson is going to be awesome this year, and I think Michigan has a very, very good chance to win the Big Ten. Then on Labor Day, you have Virginia Tech, Florida State. 20 versus 19, both probably overrated just because of their names. Wait, hold on. How did you you gloss over the Alabama game? Because it's nothing. Louisville sucks. Yeah, Louisville's gonna be garbage. They're just gonna get they're gonna get worked. They got nothing, man. Miami LSU. Yeah, I was gonna get to that. Miami LSU is starting a, a five star recruit that was at Ohio State who left because he wasn't gonna play. Uh, so he'll finally get some playing time for LSU. They already named him the starter, so nobody's actually seen him play. So he could be good. Maybe he's not. Just didn't fit into the Ohio State, you know, system. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Miami's quarterback last year, if it wasn't for him, they probably could be even better. He kind of struggled really bad last year. Um, maybe he can pull it together this year. He, you know, he's a year older. The game could be interesting. LSU's usually pretty damn boring. Uh, hopefully they open it up this year. Or I got a feeling that Ed Orgeron's going to be gone after this year. Uh, but also, like I said, that, that could be a pretty interesting game too. I've always been a, a Miami fan, so it's always nice to see VU get back into it. So maybe they will, maybe they won't. And that's pretty much all I got for the college football. For some reason, I, I feel like college football is better when Miami's good. Exactly. You know, like 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 Miami, Michigan, like those teams, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the big teams. Um, oh, yeah, except USC. Alabama. Um, when they suck, that's when college football is good. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think so? Oh, Boomer, I do. You have no idea. Oh, yeah, I forget. I forget you're still (laughs) mad at him about that damn stupid leaving of Miami Dolphins. You got to get over that, bro. You got to get over that. 
No, no, I don't think I will. And that is the end of the second quarter. It's time for halftime. We'll see you in 30 seconds after these messages. And I was just going to say, no, not- after this, <laughs> no, what I was going to say, anybody who does want a 30-second plug during this halftime go. moment, let us know. Hit us up. We will put you on, and we will pitch your company for you during this halftime. But now, this is the game. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the third quarter. So, Boomer. We're going to talk about the fantasy draft. And I got to tell you, I think I did pretty, pretty good. I think you you went went too LSU heavy. You're going to be lacking. Yeah, so who besides uh, Beckham and Landry went to LSU? Fournette. Oh. Yeah, one year I had had Beckham, Landry, and uh, Jeremy Hill. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You got one guy from your soon-to-be favorite college football program in Carl's Hyde who gets hurt a lot, so you have to figure out something with that one. I know. Honestly, I didn't like the Carl's Hyde pick, but he was the best available running back at the time. That's why I felt I had to pick him. I didn't like it at all. I think running backs went way too fast in our in our draft. Way too fast. Yeah, they were going They quick. were gone before – they were gone real quick, real quick. I don't even really like that I got Leonard Fournette, honestly, with the what, – what would it be, the 14th pick overall? No, 15th pick overall because uh, I had 10, so coming back down. I don't really like that. I, I don't even really like Fournette. Uh, I'm really happy with Kirk Cousins, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Travis Kelsey, and Kyle Rudolph. I like that a lot. Latavius Murray is an okay backup running back. He'll definitely see time. Um, with Dalvin Cook coming back from the injury. I think Jamison Crowder has potential, always has potential. Pierre Garçon always has potential. And somehow, Boomer, I got Frank Gore with the last, with my last pick. Guy ran for how many yards last year? Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Like I want you to wait for it because I don't know it. 961. And I got him with the oh. last pick. He had over 900 yards last season. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and then so I got Greg start- Leg as my kicker. To start the whole thing, some I've never I've been playing fantasy football since I don't know I was a sophomore in high school, so I don't know eighteen years, yeah, seventeen years ago, yeah. and uh, I have never had the number one pick. I finally got it for the first time, and so I had the number one pick. I don't know if I like the spot that much because it takes so long to get back to you. Like you said, by the time you got all the mm-hmm. way back to me, there was no running backs left at all, and hardly actually any good receivers. But that's okay. Uh, so. For me, somehow, some way, every one of you let Carson Wentz fall all the way to me that I got in like the 15th round. Like none of you wanted to pick him up because he might not play the first or first or second game of the year. I didn't want but him. after that, you're nuts, man. MVP candidate last year. I mean, I just okay. I couldn't believe he was still there. So I got two you great quarterbacks. You have the MVP candidate from last year, and I have a guy who led the NFL in in passing yards. Uh, what was it? Two years ago. So, I'm good. Oh, you're he's on a totally <laughs> different you, team, you have, a totally different system. Have, yeah, I know. That's why I like it even more. You have Carr yeah. though, and I think Carr and any season is ready to go off again. I, I agree. So I have, and I got him late too. 
the main reason I got Wentz behind him is I feel like it's going to be good trade bait middle of the year. Somebody's quarterbacks aren't going to do good. Oh, Somebody's yeah. going to go down. Somebody's going to need Carson Wentz. So I'm looking to get some high-quality players back from that, which is going to boost me forward throughout this season. I kind of see that coming. Um, you should wait, though. Oh, it's going to wait a while. You should wait until Gronk gets hurt, and then you should trade <laughs> Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm not worried. I can get any tight end. There's a lot of tight ends out there that are actually getting score some points yet, so I'm not too worried about it. I got two of them. Um, yeah, you do have two tight ends. That's mind-blowing. <laughs> but oh, I've done it before. Uh, that's not the first time. One of the guys that I got that's I got really late, and I'm actually surprised, and I don't know why right now. His points will get adjusted, but right now they have his points extremely low, which is Chris Carson. Uh, they're saying, and I went up and read about him before I picked him. They're saying he's uh, just head and shoulders better than Rashad Penny. He's easily won the starting job. He's going to be the starting running back for week one. Um, they say he's looked great. I don't know why his points is being a starting running back for Seattle is only 3.55. I think it'll get adjusted. I think they weren't sure if he was going to play or not, or be the starter compared to Penny. But I was reading also, do you know that Penny, since he has joined the team has gained 16 pounds? Really? Yeah. They're kind of worried about it. Yeah, I would be too. Unless he's, unless it's 16 pounds of muscle. I don't know. They said they're kind of worried. I I don't think that he's fat, but they still I think they still don't want him to gain so much that it kind of because you know he was that tiny little quick back at San Diego State. Maybe you didn't know that, but uh, now he's you know becoming what, pretty big. He's if you're not he's like two thirty. Yeah, yeah. And once your muscles once your muscles get tight like that, it, honestly, it's easier for him to get hurt because he's not used to yeah. carrying that. He's not used to carrying that body around. Correct. And then uh, I took a backup. I took. So in my bench players, I kind of took people who were behind starters just in case they ever start playing. Uh, I took Nick Chubb behind your Carlos Hyde, who might get a lot of carries anyways. Not a ton, yeah. but he might still get some that, anyways. That was a pick you took from me, actually. Yeah. I was looking then, for the handcuff there because because of Hyde's injuries, <laughs> and, and you took him. You took yep. him about two rounds earlier than I was going to. Yeah, and then I got Calvin Ridley. Uh, if depending on what happens in those Atlanta receivers, you know, he's a third string receiver probably right now between Julio behind Julio and Mohamed Sanu. Um, with my last pick, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the whole entire draft, I took a guy who maybe will hardly get any playing time at all, but I do not care. He's going to make the team. He's an Iowa Hawkeye. I went and took Akram Wadley. They're projecting to get points. So, they must think he's going to be getting some playing time no matter what. He's actually almost projected as much as Chris Carson, who's the starting for Seattle, which is crazy. Uh, and then my second to yeah, last pick, tall. I think I got, the, I got the Houston defense, which I was I couldn't believe was still around. That defense is going to be awesome this year. Wow, I must have missed them because I was definitely looking for them. Um, yeah, I want to I, talk about my last pick. some other teams. I want to talk about some other teams in the league too. And just to go off these uh, – Yahoo rankings, which sometimes I agree with and sometimes I don't. I never agree um, with, but yeah. But according to Yahoo, the best drafted team in the league is Roe Daniel, and that's Dan Orlando. Uh, you know, is that one of your one of your people? Yeah, he was one of the few people that was talking shit the whole entire draft, and nobody responded back to him besides he, me. Yeah, yeah, he was. I think I spoke to him a couple of times. Somebody somebody tried telling me that Larry Fitzgerald led the league. It, oh, that was him. It was him. It was him. He has Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, yep. he tried telling me Larry Fitzgerald led the league in catches last year. 
And when I said no, John Landry did. He answered if I was sure. I said, dude, I'm a Dolphins <laughs> fan. Like I, yes, I'm sure. I'm 100 percent sure. Crazy, crazy. But he said he had the best, uh, the best team. He drafted. I think they're not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, but uh, he's got Freeman had a Watson. terrible year last year. Johnson is coming off a injury. Uh-huh. He is good, but his team's terrible. Larry Fitzgerald is on that same team, so I don't think they're going to score that many points. So right there, you're looking nope. at two guys that probably aren't going to score touchdowns in the same game ever. Boomer, how um, about this? How about this? Between yeah. between David Johnson, Deshaun Watson, Devontae Freeman, and Jer- Jared McKinnon, Alshon Jeffrey, you're looking at guys that could get hurt at any second. Not just that, you also have Aaron. He has Aaron Jones on the bench who's suspended for the first two games, who maybe doesn't even get the starting job back if Jamal Williams has a great first two games. Um, then his other running back is Ronald Jones, who's a rookie. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey's hurt a lot. McKinnon's hurt. He's already questionable. Freeman had a horrible last year. Uh, Watson's Watson's coming off ACL. I don't. I don't get their. I. I don't get how we're why he's the number one. But and and if uh, anybody from the league is listening, or if anybody from the league does listen to this on the podcast version of the show, which you can listen to apparently by just searching thirty minute timeout and it'll pop up. I didn't know that. I thought you had to search PSE podcast. Been saying that for months the wrong way. But whatever, anyone from the league listening, we are going to sit here and tear your damn teams apart verbally, and we're going <laughs> to abuse you, and we're going we're gonna to mentally and emotionally rip you apart. And if you don't like it, call the damn show. You have the number, okay? So if you don't like if, – if Dan does not like me sitting here ripping apart his A-minus team with fragile quarterbacks, and fragile running backs and fragile receivers that are going to be down all year. And this team is going to finish in the bottom half of the league. How about that? That's what I'm saying. Just based off the amount of injuries that he's going to have, just based off the amount of injuries that that you're going to have to keep putting guys in and out. And I guarantee you there will be one week, at least one week, where you think Roethlisberger is the better pick and he's going to throw four interceptions and have a 10-point week. And and that's the week. And that's the week you're going to regret it. I'm telling you. That's how Big Ben always is, man. And if you don't like it, call the damn show. <laughs> uh, somebody somebody else I want to tear apart here because he tweeted at me. Yeah, let's do uh, it. He's part, let's do it. I like he's, this. He's part of PSE. We should he, dedicate he, the whole hour for this. He tweeted saying that he thinks yeah, he already won, blah, blah, blah. I came oh, back yeah. at him and told him, yeah, the biggest dude, your team is bad. His team is the has-beens. He has Philip Rivers, Golden Tate, Marshawn Lynch. He's got Isaiah Crowell, <laughs> Case Keenum, Austin Severian Jenkins. Like uh, this team, but, he's got uh, other players, but all those players are old. All those players yeah, are past right, what right. they ever were gonna be. They are all on the downslide, and they're just not gonna. They're not gonna be there. I know he took Tate because he's a, he's a freaking. Uh, Detroit Lions fan, but, uh, you know, they're just not any good. Devontae Adams isn't that great. I like Tate, but Galladay's coming for his job. Uh, I like Devontae Adams, but everybody knows Aaron Rodgers spreads the ball out. I'm not a Phillip Rivers fan. He's an okay fantasy quarterback. Alvin Kamara obviously is going to go off. I don't like Burton, Chicago's tight end. I don't like Lynch. Robert Woods. 
They have a lot of weapons there now in L.A. I think he takes a step back. He's more like a wide receiver three or four, I think. I think Sterling Shepard is a great pick. I think, honestly, his three, his three best picks, I would say, are Alvin Kamara, uh, Sterling Shepard, and the Jacksonville defense. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Uh, I don't know why he took Green Bay defense. I would already drop them and pick somebody else up because – I never carry two defenses. I think you're all nuts in that world. Um, but, you know, I, I like to keep my roster. That's why I actually made it one less bench person. So there was kind of some people out there. So the waiver wire gets hit a lot. I kind of enjoy that. See what happens on the waiver wire. Uh, but, yeah, he's only got four bench players technically because he has two defenses. Same with you. I got five bench players. I don't – I sometimes I don't even draft a kicker. I don't even care. I just pick them up week by week. But, no, I'll pick them up in free agent, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I'm gonna I, do with my second defense. I have two defenses. <laughs> I have I have the Chargers and the Panthers. If you think I'm gonna keep the Panthers all year, you're crazy. I'm just gonna rotate them in and out and play matchups. It's the best thing to do. I mean, I won't do that with my kicker because I have Greg Zerline, and you just don't do that with Greg Zerline. Let's pick another team to rip apart, Boomer. This is fun. All I right, like I got one for you. <laughs> I don't I, I don't have a clue who this guy is. You don't – I don't think you know – I know where you're going is. already, I think. You must listen to the podcast. Uh, it's LMKR Go Get Us. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. 3 LMKR. I don't know who this guy is. I'm glad he joined the league. Nick. I Thank think his name was Nick. It said in the chat, I think. Maybe. No, that's that's the mystery. That's a different guy. This guy, wow. I don't know. I'm not sure what his name is. But he, his got, he drafted Andrew Luck, who you his know had been life. great in the past. Huh? I like his you team. Like his, he's got a, he's like got a fairly team. decent team. Uh, my my takeaway. See, we're not just gonna rip people apart. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you a do when you deserve it. Andrew but Luck, I just decide when you deserve it. That's the catch. But he has Jimmy G as well. Yeah. So, so I think that's, that's fine. Cool. I think it. You have two questionable quarterbacks, but you know what? If one of them if one of them has the type of season you're hoping for, you're fine. Yeah, they're both not going to shit the bed. I mean, that's just highly unlikely. You're right. I don't think so. Either. His receiver, I like Hopkins. I don't. I don't know about Hill. I mean, he's looked good in the preseason, but it's going to change. I don't know how good Mahomes, Mahomes is really going like to be. Throw the ball. Yeah, that's preseason. I'm not like I said. I don't get too high or too low on anybody in preseason. It's just you know because it's just basic defense and whatever. Um, so, I, I mean, Hill has games where he's great, but he'll have, like, stretches where he's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, so Yeah, but he's the games where he's great, he's, he's the best in the league for that week. Yeah. And then Kareem Hunt has now Spencer Ware back healthy, so he's probably going to get less touches this year than he did last year. He actually started kind of fall off at the end of the year last year, too, got worn out. So, maybe it's a good thing Ware's coming in. Um, so, we'll see, we'll see how much uh, time Ware takes from Hunt this year. Uh, even though now he's a full year in, was the leading rusher last year, even though he did start to fall off. That's how good he started. Royce Freeman for Denver. I just don't think they're going to be very good. They got yeah, a lot. Of, and so they say he's not even going to be the starter. It's going to be uh, Devontae Booker's look way better than him. Uh, so I don't even know how much he's going to play. So that, that could hurt him a little bit there. Evan Ingram's a good pick. He's a good tight end because he, they throw to him like, like a receiver. I like Ingram this year a lot. So he, he gets receptions and stuff. I had him last year in my fantasy league. He did pretty good. There's only a couple of weeks where he just didn't – he no-showed. But Stephon Diggs is fun to watch. He's a good 
Minnesota receiver, but he he's never put up stats in fantasy football. Uh, like last year, he only had like 900 yards receiving. Like I don't know, he doesn't get big numbers, even though he got paid hardcore uh, for some reason. Um, well, they have through four- when it matters. He's a, he's they a haven't big forecasted player. like he's going to have like a career year, so I don't I don't see that happening. But I know Cousins is good, but I still think they're going to work on that running game with former, uh, Cook. Yeah, former NFL leading passer at yeah, quarterback former. Boomer. Well, you know, I mean, everybody's a former if they've done it. <laughs> so I mean, come on, <laughs> how can you be a current once the year's over? <laughs> then Anderson. Anderson, I don't know if he's ever going to play. I mean, he's. I thought he was suspended, but. No, he never got suspended for that. Oh, he's still under review by the league. Yeah. So he, at some point, I'm sure he'll get suspended. Then if it's not cleared up by now, it'll all of a sudden out of nowhere, you'll hear a ruling. Tariq Cohen is hit or miss on games. Um, mm-hmm. His bench, I don't like too much. His His quarterbacks. Couple receivers and one running back are pretty good. I like his tight end, but all in all, Atlanta's defense—they eh, play in a tough division. That sucks for them, um, but you know it's okay. Nothing special. Next, you pick one. Uh, let's go, Flacco. Okay. Jay Harris. Uh, Jay Harris has, or we'll just call him Flacco, has Cam Newton, Keenan Allen, Baldwin. So I had I had Cam Newton a couple of years ago, and you know what Cam Newton did to me? He got a bunch of concussions and barely played. So I'm not a Cam Newton fan in fantasy football. I think he's too much of a risk uh, for missing time. He has a tendency to get hurt in the middle of games and and miss the like the second half or miss a part of the game, and it does cost points. Um, Keenan Allen, I mean, you can't go wrong with Keenan Allen. Don't like Baldwin because I'm not a fan of Seattle at all this year. I don't think they're going to do anything offensively. Uh, Russell Wilson will get his points, but that's only because he's going to run around and make crazy plays. I don't think he's a good, pure quarterback. Todd Gurley, good pick. I like Lamar Miller. He's good He's good for uh, – not bad for, for uh, second running back. Jordan Reed is your starting tight end. Don't like that. Always hurt. Garbage. Yep, always hurt. I've had him. I've dealt with him before. Uh, no good. T.Y., I think T.Y. is going to have a great year. Because uh, I, I, I've completely flipped from where I was a few months ago, Boomer, and Andrew Luck is back. I mean, yeah, you thought he would never play again, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember. I remember. I try not <laughs> to talk about it. Um, yeah, but I think T.Y. is going to be back as well. Um, all in all, not really a fan of his, his, of bench his is team. Garbage. He's got Deion. Yeah, he's got Deion Lewis on the bench, Dak Prescott, Randall Cobb. I mean, everybody else is not good. Minnesota's defense, yeah, so good pick. On his bench, he has Deion Lewis, backup running back, Kerryon Johnson, backup running back, Sony Michelle, backup running back. Like, I don't know when he's ever going to – he's going to have to get rid of those guys and pick up somebody who actually plays. Like, that's crazy. Three backup running backs? I don't know about that. Uh, but then he has and Randall Prescott, Cobb might Randall be getting Cobb. cut soon. Well, he's always fucking hurt anyways. He's a pussy, too. Yeah, but his con—he's having contract problems. He's got a—he has a base salary of eight point six million, and then just like you said, like he's hurt so much, they're saying he might be a surprise September cut. Like that's definitely a hundred percent of a possibility. All in all, I don't like this team. I think the best teams that we've seen so far. Who would to be completely honest with you? I'm not really a fan of your team. 
That's because you're nuts. You know why? Because I'm not a big Amari Cooper fan. I think he's hit or miss on most weeks. Brandon Cooks not this year. To see what... Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to see. I mean, you know what I do love? I do love that you have the quarterback wide receiver combo, though. That's something I was trying to go for, and I wanted, and I was, I was thinking about maybe grabbing Eli. Um, I didn't, I wasn't really sure about it, but I went with uh, Cousins, and I have uh, uh, Rudolph as my tight end, one of my tight ends. So I, I always like that, the doubling up on the points. So I think Cooper definitely benefits you there, but I think he, he's a big hit or miss fantasy receiver. Uh, Cooks is another big hit or miss fantasy receiver. Ezekiel Elliott, obviously great pick. I think you're nuts with that with the Seattle running back. I think you're nuts drafting. No, you'll see. Uh, I think you're nuts drafting Gronkowski, Jamal Williams. Nope. Um, he's another one. I mean, he could get hurt at any time. Josh well, he's Gordon, already. I only I like got him for the first two games. He's the starter for the first two games. They don't have anybody else. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get carries. And then once Josh Gordon's sure. back healthy, I can switch him out. That's a wide receiver wide receiver uh, running back tight end spot there. And I got Josh yeah. Gordon on the bench. I got Nick Chubb for when your Carlos Hyde gets I hurt. I like Gordon. And I got yeah. Carson Chubb, Wentz for Chubb, Green Bay. Chubb will come into play eventually. Yep. Uh, Ridley, Ridley's going to do good. I mean, obviously the other one <laughs> it just, I mean, barely matters until he actually gets some playing time. Mm-hmm. Houston's D, yeah, but I'm telling you, I my my I really only like on your team, like, that I'm a big fan of, Ezekiel Elliott, Josh Gordon, I think Chubb eventually. I mean, this is also not including quarterbacks. We're not talking quarterbacks. You're nuts if you don't think Gronk's and, about to have and the Brandon best year Cooks, of his life. And Brandon Cooks. Who, Gronk? You said Gronk? Yeah, you're nuts if you don't think he's going to go off this year. You're nuts if you don't think he's going to miss four games this year. Nope, not this year, dude. He's he's ready to go. That's why he sat out all the camps, got healthy. Oh, dude, he's going to have a hell of a year. Yeah, back we'll to be see the, after three back. And there. he's the only person in the red zone Tom Brady can throw to. He's going to have so many freaking touchdowns that don't matter. Yeah, we'll see. He's obviously yeah. not a bad pick, but you take a huge risk with his injuries. Nah. No tight ends show out. Even he was like the second best tight end last year is streaky as hell. Like tight ends are just pretty much whatever. Let's do one more. <laughs> All right, last one, and then we'll head to the fourth quarter. All right, last one. You pick it. Uh, let's see. I don't know who this is. He must also listen to the podcast. We'll go with Adele LaSalle Spartan, Alejandro. I don't know if you know who it is. I don't know who it is. Nope. The Dale South and also, Spartan. you also just hate Chris Carson because anything that has anything to do with Seattle, you just hate. So your opinion on True. my team doesn't even matter. So. <laughs> Um, this guy actually took Dalvin Cook right before me. I was going to take him. He was the last good running back that was left. He took him right before I was about to get him. Um, but starting off with this quarterback is Russell Wilson, who's just usually never that great at fantasy. Um, just, I mean, he, they, uh, I don't Only know how to when explain he has it. a lot of rushing yards. Yeah, exactly. Cause they never throw that much, but I don't know. He's creative. He's dynamic. He's fun as hell to watch. I just don't know why for some reason fantasy is never anything that great. Um, Antonio Brown, good pick. He's always good. Uh, even though they have a million wide receivers on that team now. So I don't know if that might take a little bit away from him, even though Ben, big Ben loves throwing to him. Adam Thielen, pff, joke. He don't, he's 
Yeah, Whatever. I think Thielen takes a step back this year. Yeah. I honestly do. As much as I've been talking about Kirk Cousins, I think it's going to be Kirk Cousins, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, and and Rudolph. That's what I think is going to be the main focus of the offense. I think Thielen really takes a step back this year. Dalvin Cook hopefully comes back just as good off that ACL. Might start a little slow. Uh, that's his best running back. He's got Alex Collins from Baltimore. He had a good year last consistent. year. I think Alex has, Collins is consistent. Yeah, I think he ends up having a down year this year. Um, George Kittle, former Iowa Hawkeye tight end, Terrible. is his starting tight end. That's just amazing to me. Uh, he, I mean, he was awesome in college, but he's not even predicted to have that good of a season. But like I said, uh, tight ends are whatever. Uh, you get some that have unbelievable games every now and then, but nobody's consistent, so that doesn't really bother me. Uh, it's still probably not a good pick, but Derrick Henry – um, is I don't know. I don't know how Derek much he's going to play with. Pick. Yeah, he, I don't think he's going to get the ball. I think Deion Lewis is going to get it a lot. I think uh, my boy Akron Wadley is going to get some touches. I think they're going to have about a three-back system there. Uh, he'll get touchdowns, though, in this, so that might help. This is a more touchdown-focused league. Um, Marky's good one's just fast. He's only going to only touch. I think that's a have, pretty good pick. He only has games that are good every once in a while. Cooper Cup gets lots of catches. Uh, that's pretty good. Give a Cooper, Mahom- give a Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is behind Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and, and Robert Gurley. Woods. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is, you know, you get half point for reception. He gets a lot of reception, so he doesn't score that yeah, many I, touchdowns. I, I, I like him where he is, reception. but I don't. Yeah. I, Patrick I, Mahomes. No, I like Goodwin and Cup. Yeah. All right. I don't Patrick like Mahomes. Mahomes. We'll see how he does. He could end up being great. We don't know. I don't think that he will. Yeah, but, but I, you know. I, I don't think you need to carry him as your second quarterback. I think you could leave him on free agency and you could get somebody just as good, if not him, at any point. Nobody's going to yeah. pick him up. Um, Rashad Penny. See, Rashad Penny's yards are acting like he's going to be the starter. They're, and he might not even play yeah, the first week. So they haven't adjusted the points yet and all the stuff that I've read about it. So, well, it's it, yeah, like Chris it's, Carson ran circles around Penny this summer. Yeah, see, so I don't know why they haven't adjusted that yet. I'm telling you, Chris Carson. Penny is a broken be, finger. Yeah, so whatever. Tyler Eifert, that should be a starting tight end right there. Uh, Absolutely. Over George Kittle, but, you know, that's whatever. He has former, Baltimore's defense. Um, Who's always solid, and Jake Elliott is a kicker. He's a former pro bowler, I think, right? Yeah, probably at one point. But that's all I got on that one. Yeah, I like his defense. I'm with you. I don't really like Penny. Uh, I like Goodwin, and I like Cup. I don't like Wilson, <laughs> don't like Kittle. Decent team. Not a bad team. Yeah. And that's the end of the third quarter. We're going to go into the fourth quarter. It's going to be a little bit of a rapid fire, but we're going to stay basically in one. Oh, no, we're not. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to do this real quick then. Um, Boomer, for anybody that doesn't know, we had Coach Joe Calabrese of the Staten Island Little League on the show last week, and we talked to him. And one of the things we talked to him about was being patient at the plate, and I complimented the kids on – getting into a lot of hitters counts, 2-0 counts, 2-1 counts, and being patient while they're at bat. And we saw completely opposite of that in the first game that they lost, when they lost to Hawaii, and then they lost again the next night. They lost to Georgia, 
and they didn't look patient. They looked good in the first inning of the Georgia game. Uh, Greg Bruno obviously didn't pitch. I mean, either way, they didn't make it, but it was a hell of a run for those kids. They got a lot of attention. Um, a lot of people on Staten Island and a lot of people all over New York are talking about them, uh, especially Greg Bruno and the whole story that went with uh, Coach Calabrese and all that. So it was a good run. Um, Hawaii went on to beat South Korea in the finals. That kid, I forget how to pronounce his name. I think it's K. I don't. Did you watch it at all, Boomer, the pitcher for Hawaii? I didn't watch the, the finals. Nope. I don't but watch any of it. The kid, the kid is good, this pitcher. He's really, really good. Um, he, he might even be better than the kid Greg Bruno. But, um, yeah, that's what I was saying when I said Hawaii's had a lot of luck besides weather, like you were talking about with the college football, and now Hawaii won the Little League World Series. So, congratulations to Hawaii. Boom, oh, they did Dolphin? win it? Yeah, yeah did. I, I didn't even know that they won it. Uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I'm in a, uh actual real tournament coming up this uh, on Labor Day, actually. Uh, so we'll see how terrible I am hung over from the weekend of getting pissed drunk watching fo- college football all weekend. Uh, but yeah, What's a real golf tournament. Real tournament. Yeah. has a, so you play in, it's not like I play in a lot of like four mans and stuff like that. Best ball for fun. Um, this is an actual tournament. Uh, there's a cut. If you make the cut, you go on, uh, stuff like that. So pretty much like playing a real golf tournament, but not four days. I mean, it's only one day and then a cut and then you play the, the other part of the afternoon. But I'm sure there's going to be some good golfers. I highly doubt I make the cut. But if I do, you know I'm going to come on here and brag about it uh, because I'm okay at golf. I'm not anything special. But if I make a cut, I'm letting everybody know. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Yeah, why not? I would too. So what? what's some of your uh, baseball stuff you got for us today? Well, to keep it real short, um, not much has changed from what we were talking about last week. Uh, Yankees are six and a half behind the Red Sox. They just lost today. So, uh, looking at the standings, I'm not sure if that six and a half includes the game that they lost today or not, but they're six and a half games behind. Um, still again, not impossible, but doesn't really look likely. They're still holding the wild card spot. Uh, uh, Oakland's game and a half still behind Houston. Still a lot of a lot of ball to be played in the West to see what happens there. I mean, really booming. Not much has changed. Not much has changed. Arizona's only up a game on Colorado. I mean, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of moves being made right now. Um, Batista was just claimed. I forgot by who, but they just uh, trying to work out a deal with the Mets. I saw it before. I forgot who it was. But there's a lot of stuff going on. We'll see if the Yankees, when they get their players back, Didi. Sanchez, hopefully judge sometime early September what they could do. That's all I got. All right. So now with some of the injuries that have happened in the preseason, uh, is there anything at all you want to change your power rankings before week one starts? So I was thinking about this. No. <laughs> the only thing I, I definitely was thinking to... about. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I would have to look at where to move them, but I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah, I would move Jacksonville down. And uh, the other team that I was thinking about was I was thinking about the Redskins after their injuries. But I think Adrian Peterson can potentially fill in nicely, so I'll leave them right where I have them in, in like, the early mid-20s. 
I'm going to I'm definitely going to move down Jacksonville. I'll come out with a new ranking yeah. after week one. But I used to have them 12. I'm definitely moving them down, uh, maybe quite a bit. Uh, I'm taking my I'm taking the Chargers out of the top 10. I'm putting the Texans in the top 10. And I'm probably going to move – I'm going to swap the Cowboys and the Saints. The Cowboys are going to go to eight. Saints are going to go to six. Uh, mainly because – actually, and I'm going to take the Eagles all the way down to nine and just move everybody up one because Nick Foles is going to have to start the first couple of games, it sounds like. Um, but mainly for me, while Ron is folding cards, I'm doing the Cowboys uh, no, because – No, I was looking at my ranking. <laughs> what do we got, a minute left? No, not even. But the Cowboys, I moved because they they have a lot of people hurt on their line right now. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen there? I still think they could be pretty solid, but hopefully their line gets healthy. We'll come out with new rankings. Yes, we will. Uh, anything you want to pitch? Quick. That's it's it's in the yeah, uh, overtime. <laughs> yeah, real quick, real quick. Uh, Go ahead. You know, of course, get us on Twitter at a r e o h e n four. Um, yeah, I don't know about these damn shirts. Buy a shirt, don't buy a shirt. I don't know. I don't know if I get a shirt or not. Who knows? Um, Boomer's got his own show Wednesdays. What time? Plug your, plug your, plug your thing. Wednesdays at 10 o'clock. It is an all-gambling podcast. It has been a half hour mostly just because the NFL season and college football hasn't started, but it will be starting this weekend. So maybe it'll be a little bit longer, but that's all we talk about is gambling over unders, line moves, money lines, future bets, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's called Wager Vision, and it's on Wednesdays. So that's and it. you can find me at Live with Boomer, even though Live with Boomer doesn't even exist anymore. But you can also find it and search it at You are Live with Boomer. B, B, B. Huh? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I that's true. you are I'm Live with Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. See you next week. Maybe at 10 o'clock, maybe at 11. Who knows? We'll keep it spontaneous. Yes, we will. Ron's <laughs> got a new job. Big. He's a big wig. He gets – life is better now. I'm mad at him now. I don't do physical labor anymore. I'm better than that. I'm not an animal <laughs> anymore. <laughs> See you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.